0: Yep, what's going on, it's house, a.k.a. Mr. Smart City, and this one is going to be a little bit spicy here. I'm going to... I'm from East Van, where we're <laughs> going, turning right on East Hastings. Where you from, Hastings, Grandford, Kingsway, Main Street, Grandview. Making money in East Van, is loud. Fanning, 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 fanning <laughs> Just a deadbeat, reppin' these things Where you at? Van City Van City I'm from Van City, Van City That's the city of rain So I'm from Van City That's the city of pain. Broadway Victoria Hastings and to Van City Van City Van <laughs> I'm gonna tell you very controversial opinion, and it might shock you. So just listen through to the end and hear out my reasoning here. And this episode is going to be about why I'm pro-choice. And I've struggled with answering this with conviction for 15 years. My answer was always when asked. You know, I stand in the middle. That's a tricky one. I'm You know, I don't want to talk out of my behind. So I'll just plead ignorance for now. I really don't know. That's what I used to tell people when they'd ask me. But as of late, it's been a pretty hyped up topic. And I listened with intensity to the most compelling arguments that I could find across the web. And I heard out both sides fully. And finally, after 15 years, I finally end up coming to my own conclusion. And the crazy thing is... The pro-choice arguments are horrendous. I didn't even come across one that was persuasive or that didn't have something based on justification for hedonism, self-celebration, or just complete juvenile logic in general. All of them, especially in the debate setting, when there's a debate going on, tended to trip up all over themselves. They contradict themselves. And most of the pro-lifers, they end up cooking them. And at the very... At the very worst, they just sound as silly, but never worse. The pro-choice never had the upper hand in any of the debates that I watch. And the end was always usually just resorting to some angry, snarky, passive-aggressive insult. But after stewing on it, that's when I had the light bulb click on. And to make sure that I wasn't missing anything, I ended up getting a chance to battle test it kind of a unique situation that came up and I decided, hmm, let's see. So here, here's how it went. I met up with a friend last week at his house for a barbecue and he had brought along his friend and his new girlfriend who was glued to her phone the entire time, just huffing and puffing and kept scoffing at her phone screen, rolling her eyes. And everyone ignored it at first and, you know, rightfully so. I, I found it attention- i found it attention seeking probably like everybody else did but finally my friend says you know annoyed and fed up he goes you all right over there you look kind of pissed and she could not have been happier to finally have her moment to shine and flex her moral superiority and she goes something like this she says something like this these pro-life karens they need to like go away and mind their business you know i just had to unfriend six people on facebook like, if someone wants an abortion, how can someone tell them what to do with their body? If they don't want a kid, then they shouldn't have to support one. Like, it's 2022. How do people like this even exist? <sighs> goes back to typing away. And the room got quiet. And then she kind of looked up with that, oh, crap, kind of facial expression and was like, you know what I'm saying? And then she shook her head, typing away, hoping her aggression would be enough for people to agree. But it was still silent. All of us were just holding our thoughts. I wasn't even sure who believed what in this room, by the way. We never really talked about this, but my friend saw that I was hiding a bit of a cheeky grin. And he says, I don't know about that one house. Have you dug into this one? And I said, yeah, yeah, I've came to a conclusion on this one, but I didn't expand on it at all. I guess since people weren't really enthusiastic in their response, she felt she was treading some waters that really didn't jive with hers. So she's feeling insecure and she goes ahead and dips into her best bag of tricks and decides to beat everyone to the punch. She goes, well, if a woman's raped, that's so effed up that she has to keep the child. That isn't their fault. She got some head nods and yeah, yeah. But she finally got impatient and frustrated and goes, I don't know. I just think it's stupid. I don't mean to bring it up if it offends anyone, but y'all asked, so. But nobody asked. Nobody asked her. just felt good for her to say that. And again, it was silent. And her not getting the applause she hoped for broke her, so she went direct. She turns to me abruptly and says, So, I take it you're pro-life then? With her eyebrow cocked and has this smug little look on her face. And her eyes glued back to her phone. Fiercely typing away. And I said, well, you know, I don't normally discuss these things, especially with people I just met because people get pretty fired up about it. And it's not really an issue I even find all that interesting since there's about 50 other things I think that are more pressing needs to tackle in this world. But since you asked, no, I'm actually pro-choice. And before I can finish my sentence, she claps and goes, oh, thank you. Thank God some people still think properly. And I cut her off as she goes to give me a high five and says, I I said to her, yeah, but it's not for the reasons you mentioned or any of the standard pro-choice arguments that we hear. And she lowers her hand slowly and says, well, at least you agree women should have a choice in what a woman should do with her body. I mean, why why are you pro-choice? And I said, well, I don't think people who wouldn't even think twice about ending a life, much less their own DNA, deserve to raise a child. A child doesn't deserve that. We have enough unwanted children in this world, and bad parenting its having a negative effect on society at whole. With 9 billion people on the planet, we have the most bad parents in recorded history, sheer numbers-wise. Why should a child grow up with the torture being treated as a liability? Because their parent or parents are irresponsible and willingly chose short-term pleasure that they know have consequences by getting pregnant, of course, yet still want a jail out of free card and talk themselves into dehumanizing a baby so that they don't have to feel guilty about being inconvenienced. Dumb people that make irresponsible decisions and make excuses for it don't deserve and shouldn't reproduce. So selfishly, the less kids that have crappy parents that my kid has to call their peers, the better. So I applaud low-functioning people willing to weed their offspring out of the gene pool. Doing everyone a favor. And I don't want to force bad parents that'll likely take out their frustrations on the kid. And then they go ahead and pass their values of self servitude at the expense of others to find out that I already know is going to be bad for everybody. The world suffers for that. Bad parents create bad kids, and the world suffers for it. And I always felt the death penalty is just, you know, letting people off the hook too easy. So I'd rather let a kid off the hook easy than have them suffering in the prison of crap parenting. And I could see her brain scanning and then mal- malfunctioning as it searched through her files of talking points, but she you know, drew the file not found. Especially the added confusion of me agreeing with her, yet the reasoning sounded like the bad people's talking points. And I could see her last line of thinking resorting to, but me still good, right? So after some nervous fidgeting and stammering, she says, well, that doesn't mean that they're going to be bad parents. They might end up being a good parent, kind of bailing on her argument without the heat that she was banging it out with from before. And I go, yeah, I guess it comes down to what people see as being a good parent. I personally view capable slash going through the motions. I, I I said, I don't personally view capable slash going through the motions as good parenting. Very similar to a loveless marriage where two people tolerate each other for convenience. And spend all of their energy convincing themselves that they aren't miserable. They might not cheat. They might not fight. But they both know deep down that they made a mistake. And if they could go back in time, they wouldn't do it all over again. The type that would be secretly happy if one of them passed away and would call the life insurance company before the memorial services company. So pro-love was a movement, that would be my answer. Because to me, that's more about supporting parents who see their child as an invaluable gift that they can't wait to nurture as opposed to half-ass parenting under people who would have killed you at one point if they had the chance. I don't hold my breath for people that view their kid as a punishment, some 18-year-long government pet project to all of a sudden grow to love them. Could it or has it happened before? Yeah. But the probability is low and the reality more often than not is it ends up being a half-ass job where the kid is raised in front of the phone screen 90% of the time, so mom and dad, if he's lucky enough to be there, can go get their groove on. Parenting should be a right and a privilege given to those willing and worthy enough and see the value of children and are committed to giving them the life that they deserve. The more time that goes on, I start to take more of an Eastern culture standpoint where having a child is more of a privilege than a right. There's willing... There's willing parents that I don't think should ever reproduce too. So there's that. She was still trying to process and I can tell that the hard drive is overcooking. So I ended up saying, but hey, you know, everyone has different values. Some view and treat parenting like an entry level position and that's good enough for them. And I see it as something that should be taken more seriously like a PhD. But luckily I'm not a politician and don't make the rules out. But I'm with you. It should be a choice. She looked deflated the rest of the time. I could tell she was having an internal battle and trying to come up with a mic dropper viewpoint, but it never came. She probably knew better than to venture down the rabbit hole of whatever, of whether or not a fetus is a human or not, because already she knew the answer deep down. And I think she was having a meltdown over not understanding why someone who agrees with her overarching stance, perhaps more than she does, but not for the same reasons. And that's why thinking things through is important and that's why me equals good, them slash they equals bad is a foolish lens to view the world through. Trying to always push for moral superiority over others and be self-righteous will always eventually expose you to the reality that no one is ever as good or as bad as they think. It's never black and white and the truth typically lives in the gray and all 50 shades of them. And so that is my 50 milligram of the gray pill for you on abortion. Something to think about. So you enjoy yourself. Let me know what you think. Also, check out the House from Smart City, all one word, YouTube channel. Subscribe. Let me know what you think. We'll see you next time. Mr. Smart City out. Ciao.